Sometimes Josh and I are remote. Actually, most times we're remote, and then sometimes we get to actually be in the same room together and record. Yeah. But when we do that, it kind of throws like how we record a little bit for a loop, just because we have to change. We have different microphones, different board, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have to change everything and kind of figure the new normal out sort of a way. And that's collaboration. That's something where it's collaboration never works 100% right. It's the working through, and that's the art of collaboration, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's uh, launch out on the loop and talk about that today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an ever-growing collection of content designed to ignite your creative talents and power up your critical thinking skills. Master your world by learning the essentials needed to thrive in this century. We share conversations that explore, examine, and reframe practical topics to help you learn something new and apply what you already know in a new way in a constantly changing world. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and you want to dive deeper, be sure to sign up for our newsletter or visiting us at curiosityconium.com. Thanks for tuning in and let's start the conversation. Okay, so when we talk about collaboration, there's a lot of places. Josh, you read an article about uh, WeWork recently, right? Or what used to be WeWork? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was. There's that new Hulu uh, Hulu series. It's like fake it till you make it kind of ah, thing. Yes. Yeah. Like basically because they were defrauding investors. They were just taking the money and just kind of pushing the ball down the road, right? Oh, that's not good. Because they weren't actually figuring out how to collaborate. They were just figuring out how to, you know, keep keep, keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Well, look, some of it is like you're trying to do a real estate grab maybe, but the other part of it, honestly, people don't need all the shiny things to right. collaborate well. Right. I mean, think about like some of the like the biggest tech startups in the world that were startups but are now like the titans. They started like in garages and basements and Yeah, they made it yeah. work. Yeah. You know, they adapted and like, a, we're going to make this work, and they did. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, not easy, but you have to have somebody with a vision, obviously, and somebody that pushes on that, like, vision. But even the like, small-scale collaboration, like, these were big-scale collaborations, but even small ones, like Brian and I are doing, we can start it out small, and then it can grow to something bigger, and we can bring other people in. So you got to have that, at least you got to have a cohesive vision together, right, to get something done. you got to well, know what you want to do. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Or at least like you're, we're going to purpose together to come and, and hear. Mm -hmm. So a lot of collaboration is listening. Here's what I think I found. As I've been in a lot of different co-working spaces, I think people who invest in them, obviously, so a real, let me just take a moment. For co-working spaces, the way they make their money is their membership fees. Absolutely. So yeah. here's a quick primer for you folks if you're looking at maybe doing a co-working space, is whatever the fire marshal says is the max occupancy, you sell about three times that amount in memberships. Because by the mathematics... Nobody ever shows up all at once. Right. It's never full. Right? And so some people barely use it, yet they pay for it because they want the the turnkey infrastructure for here's my office-ish space, I guess, and here's yeah. how I can come in and do my work. Yeah. And Brian and I have actually toured some of these places, so we know that they kind of all are similar. Yes. And they are fabulous. And I will say this. Most people, when they come into those spaces, are maybe bringing people in. Right. Or they're just working on their own stuff. Yeah, we saw, like when we went to um, one recently in Nashville area, we saw just a lot of people working on their own thing. Sometimes there's an office with two people in it. Sometimes none. They had huge meeting rooms that had basically no one in them. Yeah. To us, collaboration is actually working with people. Yeah, it's not co-working on separate projects next to each other. Right. Yeah. You are co-working with people. Yeah, that's what we really consider like 
kind of the next level collaboration. Yeah. So when you even when you create a space, honestly, it's not the space that is the key. The important. No, it's not the space that's important. It's no. people. It's the mindset. Yeah, and the community of people that you got going on. Yes. So that's what, like Brian and I are kind of pushing on with this idea. I think like, like the art of collaboration, or like even collaboration for now. Like, how do we push that forward? After like everything that's being, it was we basically reset everything for the workplace, especially for a lot of white collar jobs. So why don't we just do it that way that works better? Yeah, the um, I would say this: the first step in the art of collaboration is everybody who's going to come to that has to have the attitude of I am going to share and I'm going to listen. Right, and I know there's a lot of people, and I mean, I mean a lot because I work with some of them. They don't work well with others, and they tell you right out, I don't work well with others. I'm like, you got to. <laughs> That's called a career-limiting move, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, otherwise, you're just going to be where you're at. Yep. And and you might even get pushed out of where you're at because where you're at is changing. Mm-hmm. Totally. We, um, we've all had those group projects. Let's harken back to elementary or middle school or high school. Yeah, where you got like a four group of four and like two are doing the job. <laughs> Or three, and the one guy just skates by, and he's the funny guy, so everyone gets, you know, he gets away with it. Yeah. The teacher's like, oh, it's fine. You know? But in the <laughs> in the real world, like, you have to carry your own weight Yeah, with it. And so those that funny guy, whatever like that, or funny gal, whatever, that doesn't fly because they're not actually contributing anything. No. It was always, like, on presentation time because you always had to have these collaborations, right? And then you would get together and the teacher would say, okay, now you got to present what you did. And so the guy that didn't do anything was kind of always stumbling through it. But for some reason, always got the same grade as you. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's nice is like if you have a situation like I did in my um, way back in my college days, I could actually like grade my coworkers right. in that project to be able to say, this is what they contributed, this is that. You know, it's funny, though, if you go back like to middle school, high school, and you say, okay, we all worked on the project, and then you say, now we're all going to present together. Now, let, let's assume that you had like a four-person group, and they all contributed. What happens in that situation is that you're not necessarily as aware, like, this might be the best presenter. Right. This person might be the best researcher. This person might be the best, like, project manager. Right. Right? In school, it's kind of like, well, we all got to do a little bit of everything and then we all present a little bit of everything. Yeah. But real collaboration, I think the second part of it is understanding where people are strong and understanding where they're not strong as the second part of it. Because right. you don't want somebody who's super introverted that is not comfortable presenting. To be presenting, yeah. Because it's going to sound like you don't really know what's going on. Especially in a business sense. Like you'll hear some of these people sometimes they're like, they're, they've got a lot of uh, fancy abbreviations after their name. And they've got a lot of schooling under their belt, but they just don't have the personality to really present. They're not comfortable doing it. And they come across sometimes as being not knowledgeable, you know, either faking it or being lazy when they're neither. Yeah. They just don't have that talent. So it's good to know the group of people you're working at, with and actually talk to them about like, what do you feel comfortable with? What are your strengths? What are your... You know, what do you think is like something that's self-limiting for yourself? That's a respect thing. That's probably like the third piece is because if somebody says like, hey, like I'm willing to adapt and learn something, but I'm not really great at this. Like, right. can, can you take that at face value? It doesn't right. mean that they're not willing to learn or do something, but it's like, where can I best deploy you? Yeah. And usually like when I have had those groups, there's 
things like that. But like, well, this is the role that we have, but you said you're not great at it, but I think that you could be. Why don't we work on it? And a lot of times they're like, oh, yeah, well, I can do that. Yeah. They just might not be more comfortable there. And so if stuff goes south, well, then, you know, maybe switch stuff up, change it around. Mm-hmm. There's no harm in trying. Right? No. And actually, what you should do when you are, um, when you're, sorry, <laughs> it's going to be an edit point. I just kicked the, uh, the headphones down to the ground on those folks. So that's what that was. <laughs> Crap. Now I'm embarrassed. Even though there's nobody here but Josh and myself. We, um, when you talk about collaboration, it's trying something. So there's, there's your strengths, like what you're good at, mm-hmm. and what you can best contribute. But the art of collaboration there's a spirit of like willing to try and adapt. Right. So that's the, the fourth part of it is like you're, you're adapting to everybody else in the group. It's a series of compromises yeah. to make something better. Right. And I think like when you people hear the word compromise, I think they feel like that you have to like change your whole attitude or compromise your vision for something. And you don't. It's actually just working well together in a group of people. That's all it is. It's like, look, you can do this better. I can do this better. Why don't we just focus on that instead of both of us doing the same thing? Let's focus on different aspects of it. Now, there's no harm in like every person going over every aspect of a project. At least they should have like a 20,000 foot view of yes. what's going on in every step of the way. Yep. Because I've, I've seen some projects where like the people are so focused on the one segment, they have no idea what the project is. Correct. It's only the project manager knows the whole project. And I think that that's kind of the old school way of doing it, where like the project manager is like, I'm telling you what to do and you do it. You don't need to know what the end result's going to be. Mm-hmm. Just do your part and I'll we'll move it along. But in reality, it really does help them do their part if they know what the project is. Yeah. And who's this presenting to? Like, what is this for? Is it actually for, you know, a startup? Is this for just you know, internal project at work or HR or whatever. It, it really does matter. And that's honestly, I think some of the break you see, especially in tech divisions in a company. Yeah. Now, there are some tech professionals that don't really want to know the business, but then the, the really good ones really do. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes they don't need to know the business. Like for like Infos, InfoSec, you know, Info, Information Security, they may not need to know the business. They just need to know that this information needs to be secure. But a lot of people want to know, like, why? Like, what's the context of that information? Yeah. You know? Well, here's the deal. If you don't know all the specifics yeah. of the business, then you should be willing to listen and learn. Right. Like, why is this important? So, right. like, if you're going to, I need a, some data. And the person you're going to is like, you, you may not, as a business user, able to articulate the database portion of it. Right. But if you can meet and say, we're going to collaborate, I need to explain my intent. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And the person says, OK, I know this portion. I know this portion. Then that becomes a useful collaboration on everything. When you have people that come together like that, you don't need glass and steel, shiny buildings. No. Now, c- good coffee. I'm telling you, good coffee helps <laughs> everything in life. <laughs> yeah. And in good collaboration, that will come in handy. But that's not the reason why people find things productive. Josh and I have built many things in our life. Back in high school days, we had no shiny office to do it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just at like a table, you know. <laughs> at a, yeah, at the kitchen table that which we cleared off lunch and then we yeah built something there. Yeah, and sometimes honestly, those constraints help people focus more than having the like here's a uh, 
a workspace that, you know, it's nice carpet. I have a view. Right. Or if you're building something, like physically building something, like here's a workbench with every single tool you could ever want. Well, it's like, well, where, where do I even start? Yeah. You know, it's like I, I would much rather have a project and have like five tools I have to do it in than have every tool known to man to choose from. Because mm-hmm. I could figure a way, maybe not a safe way, but I could figure a way <laughs> to get stuff to work usually in some way. Yeah. You know? At that point, then you kind of realize, oh, I don't have this. Maybe I should go talk to somebody. Right. And maybe I, I don't have that skill. Or I don't have something I need. So maybe, you know, get up out of your little cubicle and go talk to somebody if you're in a cubicle environment. Yeah. You know, if you're at home, you got to email somebody. You got to have a Zoom. You got to do whatever you got to do. Uh, Brian and I, you know, I think a lot of people prefer it um, to meet in person, but it's not always, you know, practical. Right. So and we have lots of tools nowadays to like do meetings. Or at least have kind of a meeting of the mind type thing. You know, that speaks to how people work. Now, that goes into personality and also preferences and things. Yeah. A lot of co-working spaces are for extroverted, non-confidential yeah. <laughs> things. Yeah. Now, They're just tables and, you know, offices and yeah. whatever. They're all around. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? When you look at co-working spaces, some of the first spaces that sell out are the private offices right because people need to get away yeah quote unquote yeah you know you don't want to be talking about like, and then we're going to do this million dollar thing and this is my secret sauce and announce it to the world right right people just want to be near other people you know very true yeah so let's let's recap a little bit josh so we basically uh go back to step one first of all you need to you need to be willing to listen yeah willing to listen when you're building your team yeah yeah listen to other people yep and then second one is understanding strengths and weaknesses yeah Right. Third one is about uh, respecting those differences. Right. And then fourth is being willing to to try. Yeah. And I would even go as as fifth is like on the willing to try. Iterate. If it doesn't work, just don't keep trying the same thing. Do it again. <laughs> Start over. Yeah. You, you don't be afraid to like throw stuff away and go. Oh, that's not going to work. Let's do it over. Yeah. Sometimes there's pressure with like, okay, this has to work. It's like, well, the end product needs to work. Right. But that specific version. May not. May not, exactly. So. I think it's probably a pretty good place to put a comma on, Brian. Give some people stuff to think about. Let's do it. So, until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.